Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tea Time with Liz. Happy Monday. I know it is Labor Day, and I hope those who had the day off enjoyed their holiday, got some rest. Um, yeah, all that. And um, so <laughs> your girl's a little tired. I didn't get enough rest, but super, super happy to be here tonight with you. We are going to be sharing some great things. As you saw today, I posted there are um, there is a big, huge announcement I want to make, but I want to make sure that we get a whole bunch of people in here. Um, you already can kind of see a little bit of what's going on, but hello, Elder Birch. Praise the Lord to you. Um, I'm super excited tonight to have one of my good friends come on Tea Time tonight um, and share her wisdom and knowledge. We are going to have some good conversation. And also, I have a shout out to give to one of my good friends as well. Hello, Miss Audrey. Um, be sure to go ahead and tag somebody, share this live. Um, if you haven't already, um, you definitely want to subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, I just updated with season one. Your girl's been in this thing for a couple years now, um, going on my third year. So um, season one, two, and three now are on YouTube. So you can go ahead and check those out. Um, be sure to follow us here on all of our social media platforms, the IG, and here on Facebook. Um, so I am going to uh, give this big announcement because I'm super, super, super excited. Like I said, I have been working digitally to um, give you guys great content and, you know, hopefully be inspired inspired by all of the guests who have amazing stories and wisdom and knowledge. Um, Tea Time with Liz would be nothing without you all. And so I thank you for continually supporting and, um, you know, connecting and, you know, just sharing. Even when I see you in public, um, you, you know, you let me know that you are viewing and you are encouraged by uh, this uh, platform. And so with that, I am super excited to say that, as you can see, I have a whole new look. I have upgraded my branding um, with Tea Time with Liz um, because we definitely want to go far. We want to do more things. Um, and so this is somewhat what you will see. I'm going to share a quick video of what everything looks like. This is also a launch of our new season. So every season we'll have 10 episodes. We'll take a little break and then we'll go into the next season. So I'm super excited. This will take us to the end of the year. And then, like I said, we'll take our break as normal and start back up in February of 2023. But check out the new look, everyone. There you have it. That is our new logo. So anything that you are looking for, Tea Time with Liz, definitely look for that new logo. Um, and guess what? With that, um, this new logo, you will also be able to find our new podcast. Every Tuesday after our episode here on Mondays, you will be able to listen to the podcast version on all these different podcast uh, platforms. 
We have um, Anchor, which is by Spotify. We have Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music for you Android lovers out there. <laughs> so definitely um, go ahead and find Tea Time with Liz Clark on those um, platforms and get the, um, actually season three is already out there for you to listen to. So you can go and catch up on your tea that way, um, but also you can catch um, any episode that we have here live on Mondays on that next Tuesday and definitely come in and hang out on Mondays still because, um, you know, as we shout out and we, we comment, you will be, uh, you know, featured on the on the podcast as well. So uh, thank you all, like I said, once again, for all your support and continue to support um, because there's some great things. Um, we'll be launching a website here soon as well. And also hopefully next year we will have some in-person um, conferences and engagements and so forth. So um, like I said, I'm super excited and I got to shout out my uh, marketing team and branding coaches and everybody that helped me get here. They are amazing. If you are looking for somebody um, to upgrade you, needing a little help, needing a little encouragement, let me know. I could definitely send you um, their information. You definitely want to connect with them. Reasonable. They love the Lord with all their hearts and they will not take advantage of you, but they want to see you excel. And so um, I would not shout out anybody <laughs> that is not good for you. So definitely, um, like I said, let me know if you are looking for anybody to help you with your business. All right. And lastly, like I said, I wanted to shout out <clears throat> my brother, Craig Irish, who just launched his album. Um, it is called Jericho Instrumentals Volume 1. It has no words to it. It's just all instrumental. Here, I'll give you a little snippet. Hopefully Facebook doesn't cut us off. <laughs> You can find that on your uh, Apple Music um, platforms, and I think Spotify. So definitely check him out. Like I said, um, it's just some inspirational music, um, some upbeat stuff. If you're working out or you just need, sometimes you just want to listen to music. These are definitely some great beats that you want to listen to. So I wanted to shout out Mr. Craig Irish um, on his new project. So check that out. All right. I think that is all the tea time announcements I have for this evening. So let us get into this tea tonight. All right. I am so excited to have my good friend, Miss Tamika Rhodes, um, join me here tonight as we are going to discuss self-worth and value in life shifts. So at this time, I introduce to you Miss Tamika Rhodes. Hey, friend. <laughs> How are you tonight? I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm blessed. And I'm so excited to be here and nervous at the same time. You know no. I am, so. It's all good. It's all good. I, you will do great. I'm excited for the tea that you're going to share here with us tonight. But um, she is a returning guest. But for those who didn't get to see you last season, uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, <laughs> so, of course, my name is Tamika Rhodes because she just told you. Um, <laughs> I am a um, first, I'm a believer of uh, the, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, saved. Um, I am married. Um, I have three wonderful children. Um, I am a full-time employee 
of a company that I will be leaving soon. <laughs> and um, I am an entrepreneur, so I do have my own hair business um, where I specialize in locks and um, protective styling for natural hair. Nice. Awesome. So you are a whole entrepreneur. She is a mom. She's a wife. She is also a praise and worship uh, leader singer. Um, she's bad, y'all. So, you know, check her out every once in a while. You can follow her on social media right here on uh, Facebook. And then she also has an IG called Inner Lock Studios or, oh wait, Inner... Inner you hair studio. Bad friend for that. <laughs> so that offline. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. Um, but definitely want to shout out a couple more people. We have our good friend Miss uh, Faith, and we have um, Monisha. Thanks for tuning in, Miss Jessica. Hello. Got my sister Audrey. Hey, girl. Hey. Thank you all for tuning in here tonight. So tonight. Like I said, we're going to be talking about self-worth, the value in life shifts part one. And as we have been doing in the past, we want to definitely ask you, what is your definition of self-worth? Well, the definite, the, the word really speaks for itself. It's really um, about what you think as yourself, what you're worthy of. Um, so an example of that would be um, how we see ourselves how we see ourselves, how, how I see myself. Um, that would be my definition of, uh, of self-worth, what I really think or feel about myself. That's good. That's yeah. good. And, and that's hard to do sometimes, right? Oh, like, absolutely. You know, we always come, you know, that thing called comparing and, and, and trying to, um, you know, measure up, um, with everybody, but when you can take that self-reflection to really see who you really are and finding the beauty in that, mm -hmm. it's amazing. A um, couple more shout outs. We got my sister, Vanessa, Miss Felina. Hello. Thanks for joining us here tonight. All right. So our next question, what have been some recent life um, shifts you've um, experienced? Um, well, um, and I said I wasn't even gonna get emotional on this live tonight. I said it. Sorry, friend. It is what it is. If I drop a tear, if I snot a little bit, y'all just excuse me. Time. That's what we're here for, y'all. Get your Kleenexes. Going in. Um, and we see our sister Audrey on here too. I see. Yes, yes. Hey. Um, but the the recent life shift, major life shift, was um the passing of my mom. Mm. Yes, yeah, she passed away um, in May of 2021, and that was hard. That was that was a challenge. Um, she went through some health challenges back in 2019. So, um, well, she had been experiencing health challenges, but I'll say in 2019 was kind of when she started preparing us for her departure. And I'm like, like, how are you? you know, telling us, you know, I don't have much time left or just, just giving little hints right. and giving little nuggets of information, like kind of preparing us for something, but not really. And um, my mom kind of did that often. Um, so we didn't really, well, I didn't really think too much of it. Um, but I just felt like she was preparing me. And then the Lord just showed me like, this is a preparation state. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so back in 2019 is when the preparation really started. But the loss of my mom is really the major life shift um, that took place um, and back in May. And did you want me to elaborate more on that? Of how mm-hmm. Let me ask this question, question before you get into all the good tea uh, on that situation. Um, so had you ever had to deal with grief or have you ever, did you ever have to like think about death um, when it, you know, when your mom said she was preparing you, like, was that, you know, something that you had to gradually get used to, you know, trying to get around your mind? Yeah. So when I say that the Lord had prepared me or showed me, and I don't, I don't remember if I was driving or what I was doing in the moment, but I remember there was a feeling of preparation of my mom's death. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, well, you, you never know the day or the hour, but, and no one could ever be prepared enough for anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I do feel like there was a moment in time where it sat on me, where I was kind of like in this preparatory state um, where um it was just like, okay, let me get my ducks in a row. So it made me do things a little bit differently. So making more time for my mom, being more consistent and adding her to my um, schedule for um, especially like doing her hair. She became a regular, making sure that I spent that one-on-one time with her or calling and just acknowledging um, that she even exists. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the things that I intentionally did. Plus we went on trips and took her out of the country and you know, did different things like that to get her to experience life. Um, so that was, those were some things that, you know, we did in preparation. Of course, we weren't prepared. <laughs> but who is, right? Right. Who is, who is, wow, that's, that's good. And, um, you know, you're gracious enough to be able to have that gradual time to, to say goodbye. It wasn't like a, a whole sudden situation, like the next day, you know, kind of a thing, but you, you were, you were able to somewhat prepare. Um, like you said, it still wasn't easy, but um, you still were able to. So yeah, now go ahead and elaborate a little bit more deeper as, you know, as it got closer to her passing, um, how, how were things, what, what were you feeling? What were you going through? Yeah. So in 2019, she was put on oxygen. And mm-hmm. so then she went and had a couple different surgeries after that. And so we, I kind of gradually saw how her health was declining. Of course, you know, when your parents get older, you don't really prepare or really realize, okay, now you have to kind of prepare for what's next. Right. And we were just living life. You know, like my mom is okay. She's recovered. She's gone through her therapies and all that stuff. She's getting better. And so now we're just going to continue. But then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, COVID impacted everybody, everybody yeah. in a different way. And so when COVID hit, um, <clears throat> you know, it was that time where they opened the world back up. And we were like, yes, we can get out the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so we... um decided that we were going to take a spring break trip. And, um, and my mom was kind of on the fence about going or whatever. And so we ended up going and um, she came back and she got sick. Mm-hmm. No one else caught COVID. Um, but she ended up getting COVID. And so it reached a point where she, it was hard for her to breathe and everything. So we, 
took her to the hospital. She was in the hospital for 23 days wow. before she passed. Wow. 23 days. So it was touch and go situation. Um, and I just remember praying um, a lot during that time, a lot during that time. But one thing that I will say is that in that time of preparation, like that year prior, there was, you know, a group of friends of mine that decided, OK, we're going to get together and pray every Thursday and blah, 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 blah. And so after, you know, um, the stuff hit the fan, I'm like, Lord, I thank you because those prayers were stored up. And those are those prayers, those very prayers that I felt like gave me strength to make it through when I couldn't pray for myself in those moments. Wow. So 23 days um, we had to endure with my mom being in the hospital. Um, it, and it was different because of COVID, right? Like everybody right. couldn't obviously go in and see everybody. It. Girl, nobody. Oh, nobody. Okay. So yeah, well, because she had COVID, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so was that like so you video i mean phone how did how google duo google duo and so of course google duo we some of us there was only a couple people that really got to go down to the hospital and be in the room as my mom took her last breaths but that was the way we were meeting up with my mom um on google duo we'll play our play the music that she liked you know all the old school praise and worship songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we would uh, pray with her. We would just have conversation. Like my family would get together and get on these Google duos and we would act like we was at a family gathering. And I mean, we were kiki in and everything. So it was just important for us to make it feel as normal for all of us as well as her as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um that's kind of how we got it, you know, got to see her and all that stuff was Google Duo. Google Duo. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then times Google Duo or nothing like that, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I said, we ain't plugging Google Duo or nothing like that. No, no definitely not. Especially because it's an Android situation. We don't, we don't do Androids over here. <laughs> um, but okay. Continue on. So time continues on. She's yeah. in the hospital. You know, y'all are trying to be supportive. You're praying through, but you know, you're finding strength from, from others' prayers. Um, we see that prayer is definitely something essential, but um, yeah, continue on with what, what was going on in those last days. So those last days, like there were prayers that I've never even prayed before. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone will ever understand um, the type of praying that you have to do um, when your loved one is in their last stages of life. Yeah. I don't think anyone will ever, if you haven't experienced it, you will never understand the type of strength that it took to pray. And in those times and in those moments, it was like people in my family were looking to me to pray. And mm. I remember one of my sisters saying, Chrissy, you're so strong. That's my nickname. You're so strong. Like, I don't understand how you're so strong. And I'm like, child, I don't know how I'm so strong either. But I'm like, it's a supernatural strength that only God can give. It was a supernatural um, intervention where God had to strengthen me and, and pour into me so that I can pour out and spill over into the others around me. And so it was the prayers that really, really got us through to be able to say, um, okay, mom, I know you're tired. Mm. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to stay 
And I remember um, all those days of me praying, us praying. I remember um, there was a, uh, the, the day before she passed, she coded. And so they called us down to the hospital. I got down to the hospital. It was like a major shift. It was a major shift in the atmosphere. And there was a prayer. And I mean, I was laid out in the floor for this prayer. And I remember that my sister was there with me, my, my sister-in-law, Shauna. And she went to war with me. And I'll never forget that because, and we, they probably are still reconstructing her upstairs right now. <laughs> yes, please. Trust me. I know Shauna. Do, don't even hug her. Okay. Listen, don't even hug right. her. <laughs> so um she prayed with me um while I was on the line with my family as we prayed together and I remember that night um and now it's coming to mind now but she was she was ready at in that moment um and she was just allowing us a little bit more time God was giving us a little bit more time and so that following day when they did allow us into the hospital, um, I remember going in and, and kissing my mom's hand and I prayed over her and I said, Lord, I just thank you for her life. You know, whatever else have you. And I'll just never forget this part because I've never said this any prayer before or after that. <laughs> wow. Lord, I thank you for her life. And now I return her back to you. Wow. And I be, And I'm like, oh, darn it. That just escaped my lips before I could even realize what I was saying, but it was in my heart. Wow. It was it was in my heart to pray. Wow, that's real. And so um after I prayed, I'm like, gosh darn it, I, I did not mean to say that. You know, I didn't mean to say that. And it was that following um that following night that um she passed away. Um but it was such a peace. It was, it was such a piece. Of course, it's hard. Of course, it's hard. Um, but it was such a piece to know that God lent us such a person to model after. And so now we are living a legacy that um, is indescribable. Like mm -hmm. my mom was our everything. Mm -hmm. um, and she touched people both near and far. You've never met my mom in person. Yeah. But the stories that I've told you was like <laughs> amazing right there. No, and and I even got to experience the homegoing mm -hmm. and just hearing other people's testimonies and um, stories of how amazing this woman was. I mean, she opened her door to people who who had nothing, um, who were looked down on. Um, her pastor loved her dearly. I mean, they had such a great relationship, um, could laugh and joke. And um, she definitely was a protector of, of those who she loved. Um, and, and I, you know, like I said, you know, wish I could, but I, I, I get to <laughs> through her and our, our relationship um, and just the, the, comical side of their family is hilarious. Um, <laughs> got no sense. Yeah, you gotta love every bit of it. You just, you yeah. love every bit of it. And so, um, but I, I just want to say like, you know, God can, I mean, I, I'm serious. Like God can be anything and everything, anything. when 
do you need him, right? Like, especially when it comes to death, like you said, especially when it comes to somebody who we truly love, we have connection. I mean, that's your mom, you yes. know, helped you give birth to you, all that, you know, yeah. My um, best your best friend, you know, and, and so it, it's, it's only by the grace of God, like you said, that, you know, you find that strength, you find that courage, you find that peace. And I kid you not, like, I don't care what anybody's going through, you know, like seriously, just need God and God alone to, to really lean on. But also one thing I want to point out is that you also had people surrounded you and supporting you. You have prayer warriors, you know, supporting you, you have people, your family, you know, even though it was hard for everybody, but everybody stuck together and how much strength you can find in that, that, that too is amazing. So, um, so our next question, though, because I, I mean, I know you'll probably tell more, even more details as we get into this next question is what have been some of the things that you've learned um, in this life shift um, with your mom passing? Yeah. So um, life lesson that I've learned is the foundation of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I accepted the call a year before my mom passed. I accepted um, the call to be a, to be a minister, um, the year before my mom passed. And I was so nervous about, you know, even telling my mom, because I'm not, my mom knows me from (laughs) when I was little. Um, She knew me, you know, she knew all of my flaws. She knew all of my secrets. She knew everything about me. And so when I told her, I didn't know what, what I expected, but, um, I told her and she said, Prissy, if you know that the Lord is calling you to do this thing, you better do it. Come on. Do it. And I said, that was just, that sealed the deal for me. That sealed the deal for me. And I never looked back. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the things that my mom did with us daily, she would always sit us down to pray and read the word. Didn't matter if it was 12 o'clock midnight (laughs) or 12 o'clock in the afternoon, had to pray. And so um, one of the life lessons that I will continue to take with me is the foundation of prayer. Uh, It it will get you through some things. You ain't got to say a whole bunch of yabba dabba do's. You ain't got to do all that. Come on, friend. (laughs) You talk to the Lord just like me and you are having this conversation now because he is our very present help in the time of trouble. And that was a time of trouble for us. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the major uh, lessons that I learned. The other thing too, that I learned is um, um, the uh, support, both near and far. Mm -hmm. Um, When life shifts happen, such as these, you will know who your ride or dies are. Mm -hmm. You will know who the people are that are really for you. Not that you necessarily have people against you, which we which we will, but you will know who to focus your attention on. And those are the people that are that are there and that that show up. I mean, there were people that I hadn't even really been talking to like that, that mm-hmm. came and showed their face. They mm-hmm. came in and fed us with their own, with their own <clears throat> um out of their own pockets. Right. So um, those are um, things that 
that I've I've learned um, in this in this shift. I love it. I love it, especially prayer. And let's go back because I, you know, we was all cracking up at the yabba dabba do comments. <laughs> I love it because that's so, that's so real. Um, because I definitely. You know, I think sometimes we have a misconception of what prayer is. I right. think sometimes we have that religious outlook of what prayer is. Mm-hmm. That you know, we you know we quote things from the Bible or the Lord's Prayer. You know, in which there's nothing wrong with that, but mm-hmm. it's really used for to communicate with God. That's your communication, right? And so, just like you said, just to be able to talk like we're talking. Um, can you share? in those moments where you've just talked to God, how much better you felt or the change or the effect that you had just having those types of prayers? Um, you mean after I got up off the floor? Um, so that too, okay, see? <laughs> sometimes it would just be like, Lord, I need your help. Sometimes it would be, ah, Lord, you know, some, it, you just, you never know what that need is, but it would be, a sense of peace, a sense of calm. It would be just a, it would, it would just be like a burden is lifted. Um, of course there were days where I felt like I didn't want to get up. Um, but then there was that, that supernatural strength that had kicked in and mm-hmm. that's a strength that only God can give. Right. And it kicked in and it helped me to get up, um, on those days that I didn't feel like getting up. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> Somebody said, girl on the floor. Yes. <laughs> we, all, we all know. We all know those moments, right? Laid <laughs> know those moments. But that, like I said, that's just a testimony to to show you because, you know, I'm a whole crier. Listen, it just takes me two seconds and I'm already in tears and yeah. bloodshot eyes, everything. So, <laughs> um, But then um, you said another thing is that um, people and the support people gave you. Um, I wanted to ask the question, um, in the time of grieving, what is something that people should be aware of, you know, not to say the wrong thing or be offensive so that they are supportive? Could you bring some awareness for those? Yeah, um, I will just say that us that are in a grieving state, we have to be humble. And we have to understand that some people just don't get it. Like maybe they've never experienced it. And some people just don't know what to say. And so in times of not knowing what to say, say nothing. Mm. Say nothing. Give a hug. Or simply, sis, I'm just checking on you. How are you? Um, uh, Let me know if you need anything. That was the thing that. Cause I'm not going to let you know if I need anything. I just, I'm just not. <laughs> she is that person, y'all. <laughs> um, I'm, but I'm not the only one. <laughs> we all, yeah, that's a different tea time. Okay. That is not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that people say, well, I'm, uh, let me know if you need anything. Now, some people, very few, I feel may come back and say, Hey, you know, you said, um, can you uh, help? You said, let me know if I need something. So I'm coming to you asking you. But if you don't know what to say, just don't say anything. Just show acts of kindness, love, love, and your presence. You don't even have to say anything. Just your presence alone was enough for me. There were people that 
um, did things on purpose, you being one of them. Um, a couple of my other girlfriends, um, my siblings, um, extended family, friends of the family, there were different things that people purposely did. They didn't even say anything about my mom being gone. It was just their presence that we felt there, you know? So you don't necessarily have to say anything, but just love on love on them. Be there to, to be that shoulder to cry on if they need it. Don't be trying to have people um, saying, don't, don't look, don't look to the individual that has lost a loved one to be laid out and sprawled all out in your arms. Because mm -hmm. personally, me, I ain't doing it. If I don't, if I'm not feeling it, it's not happening. <laughs> Let the people know. <laughs> yeah, somebody said, stop lying to people saying you're going to call them and never do. That's why I just said, don't say nothing. Just if you don't have, people intend to do things. Yeah. I get it. That's all well and good. But sometimes we cannot meet those expectations. We can't live up to the expectations that we even speak about. So yeah. just like, just don't say it. Don't just do um, what you can and show love and be, be, be aware, be aware of what you're asking for too, because sometimes um, people will forget that you're still grieving. I probably will still be grieving for years to come. I know that my mom said that even in the loss of her mom, 15, 20 years later, she would still just burst out into tears over mm -hmm. the loss of her mom. And her mom had been gone for several years. So just, just show love. Mm. Yeah, and say less. Okay, if you don't get something else tonight, y'all, <laughs> show love and say less. Okay, <laughs> that's the word. All right, <laughs> the word. Oh, good. No, that's that's super good because I I mean there are times it's, and I hate to say it, it is awkward, especially like you said, if you haven't been there mm -hmm. or haven't dealt with grieving before. That you know you you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. And so, you know, just, you know, showing your support and doing what you feel is right in your heart um, is just enough. And like you said, just say less. Don't, don't try to dissect it. Don't try to get the story, you know, don't, don't pump and prime, but just love and say less. Okay. Thank you for the hashtag sis. Thank you. Say less. That is the hashtag for the night. Thank you. Um, so I have, here, this is a bonus question before we get into the next one, but um, how did you not become bitter or angry um, in grieving? Because I know sometimes when, especially when we lose somebody that close, that yeah. we become very bitter or angry, especially with God. So how did you not go down that road? Well, um, the Bible talks about living in Christ and to die is gain. Come on, word. Our... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> Sorry, you guys, this is us. <laughs> Sorry. So um, it was just the word. Um, we know that when we die in Christ, um, we are living. Yes. And so that helped me not to become angry and bitter. Mm -hmm. Um. But even in the prayers, um, my prayer continually for at least five days was to um, accept what God had allowed to be so. Before mm -hmm. my mom had even took the turns that she did, um, 
God, help me to accept what you allow. Help me, help me to accept what you allow, knowing that you have my best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's personally how I didn't um, get angry or, you know, bitter um, or even the, the thoughts of shoulda, coulda, woulda, nice. like I shoulda did, or I know I coulda did better, or I wish I would have. There are still things that I know that I could have done. There are things that I should have done and didn't do, right. but that's not going to help the healing process. Mm. That's, that's not going to help me heal. Um, beat myself up about something that is already done and over with. I can't go back and change the past, but now I can prepare myself to be able to help the next person that may go through the things that I just endured. And so um, that's what I'll leave off with for that question. Wow. No, that's good. That's good. Um, once again, here we go back to prayer. You know, prayer is definitely essential. And, um, you know, just that, I think even in that, just being able to be open and honest with God, mm -hmm. you know, sharing those feelings that you are having, yeah. um, definitely, like you said, helps along along that journey. Um, that's good. That's good. Um, so then the next question is, um, so from the things that you've learned, um, mm -hmm. but how has this life shift affected your self-worth? Um, there was this great preacher that preached a message one time. And they said a promise is still a promise. Okay. I don't know if you know her or not. I don't, I don't know if I know her. <laughs> <laughs> God gives you a promise. And when, because um, self-worth deals a lot with self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And um, I personally have done work over the years with increasing the love that I have for myself. And so when you begin to to do the work mm -hmm. and you you work on yourself you have a better understanding of what your worth is and so when you're in Christ and doing the things that God wants you to do mm -hmm. you understand that your worth is in him and mm -hmm. your value is 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 minuscule um when you're in terms of who God is in your life right um and so when um when I think about the call, when I think about all the gifts and all the talents and all the things that God has given me to do, um, a promise is still a promise. Mm. It doesn't matter what the life shifts are. Mm, it on. doesn't matter um, what comes. A promise is still a promise. And so when he calls you to do something or when you have something on your heart so heavy to do, there's an expectation that comes along with that. And there are going to be life shifts. And of course, the adversary is going to try to use those things, those very things to throw us off of our square. Definitely. And so um, he should have did what he needed to do a long time ago before I got a little bit more sense and before I really laid my hands in, in the hands of, of the Lord because <laughs> There is no turning back now. And so it has affected me in a positive way. Um, my self-worth knowing the legacy that my mom left behind. My mom was a person of integrity. My mom was a, a person that loved to um, encourage people to be educated. My mom was a person that would always ask, 
when I would get up, be ready to get out the way. Like, you know, mom, this person that made me mad and I'm about to tell him, Prissy, don't do that. Now, what would God have you to do? And I'm like, oh man, now I can't even cut up like I want to. Yes, the whole conviction, the whole conviction right here. Yes. And so, and so it makes you think twice about that. So my self-worth, I'm even more worthy. I'm I'm worth more now than I was even before. So it has affected my self-worth um in a positive way because now um along with what the creator has given me along with the life and the legacy that my mom has left me i have no excuses to do anything other than to be great i have no excuse so i'll leave that <laughs> that's deep i mean and and we don't talk all about legacy too much these days you mm -hmm. know like but that that's still a real thing you know and i think just being ha being able to have a good name oh yeah is a is a value a legacy that can meet no match you know um and i think you definitely share that with your family like you said um that's that's amazing i'm gonna shift to a different question and okay. we'll come back to a um the next question i was going to ask but um so what have you recently discovered though um in your self-worth knowing that you know a promise is still a promise and things are going to be what God told you you're going to be regardless of your life shifts. But what have you discovered though, as you've journeyed through these, you know, different things that you had to, um, to go through? I've discovered a confidence that I didn't really have, uh, before. Um, I've discovered, um, personally, I, I, again, the confidence, um, that I, that I didn't really see that I had before, but it's not um, a boasting thing. It's more of, of, of what I know that I'm capable of because of, of who I serve. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't mean to be all deep and wonderful and, you know, all right, that's all right. but mm -hmm. I, I just know that without him, I wouldn't be here without mm -hmm. um, the continued support. I wouldn't be here. Um, so I hope that answers your question. No, that does. I mean, I think confidence, especially for us women, it's, it's such a big thing, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. such a thing to, to be able to stand boldly, to trust whatever's inside of you, whatever you know about yourself mm -hmm. and, and to do it fiercely, you know, do it even sometimes scared at that, um, so for you to say that, you know, recently just discovering that, um, obviously it, it had to be a struggle um, until recently. <laughs> and, and so, like you said, just be able to, to dissect what the enemy was trying to um, blind you by <laughs> and tell you what you're not. Yeah. Um, but you overcame that and was able to steal walk in in a confidence like no other so that that that's amazing to me um and and i hope that's encouraging to you women out there and men as well but i know us women we definitely struggle um with our confidence but do not do not let these life shifts people these words you know stop you from from being who you truly are supposed to be and another thing too i just wanted to to mention too another thing that just came to me of discovery is doing too much. 
Like, mm-hmm. say no. Like, it's okay to be selfish for yourself because I don't think that we as women and sometimes as men take time enough to do self-care. Mm-hmm. We don't take that time to really sit back and reflect and just let our minds relax. Just just stop being on go, 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 go. And so there are days of the week now where I literally do not schedule anything um, to do on those particular days. I really try my hardest not to, like if it's not a scheduled hair day, I'm not adding nobody to the books on a day that I'm not open for. Mm -hmm. Um, Just making sure that it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say no especially when it's when it's protecting yourself and doing something to to take care of yourself because you only get one of you. <laughs> you only get one. That's real. So if we're not taking care of ourselves in the best way possible, we will burn out and burn out quickly. And so that was another discovery too is is um I don't say no enough and I'm working on it. Um but saying no. It's okay to say no. Listen, I love the honesty. Like that's what tea time is all about. Like I think a lot of us could testify to that. <laughs> no, it's hard, and and choosing us is hard um, because we want to um, be all things to all people, but we are not God, right? <laughs> we are is is children, but we are not Him. So um, we have to be honest with ourselves and definitely prioritize ourselves, even with families. Um, and husbands and, you know, children, all the above. So um, I hope that as well is an encouragement to to those around us. Um, so going back to the grieving process and, you know, it's been a, a year now, a little bit over a year now. Um, what have been some tools or resources that you've really leaned on and, and, and helped you through this time? Really? Um, my family. Of course, we talked about prayer, so that definitely has been number one. Um, but my family, we we definitely were intentional, especially in the first year of getting together regularly, like at least um, once a month collectively. But there were like little groups of us that were always like together because we had to be around each other. It was like it was a comforting thing. And then... Um, I'll say to um, the Bible plans, like the grief Bible plans that are on version. No, that's good. Um, those ones that were out there, especially the one by um, Dr. Tony Evans, yeah. that blessed me so, so much, um, especially during those first few months and even going back and redoing Bible plans. Yeah. Um, those are the things that really helped me personally. And then also like <laughs> our family group chats. Um, we have a few family group chats um, and we'll just be in there just cracking up, cracking jokes on each other or sending an encouraging word or get into arguments because we do that. too. <laughs> family, child, it's family. You get everything. OK, people leaving are getting kicked out and then coming back in. You know, it is, it is, you know. <laughs> One way or the other, we were together. And that was the most important thing is that togetherness. And one thing that I did not mention, and I don't want to get away from, I mentioned support earlier and about, you know, the support that you will have. And I 
when you are in a relationship um, with your spouse, mm-hmm. um, I the way that my husband stepped up for me, mm-hmm. I just would have never. I mean, he all right, mm-hmm. but I just would have <laughs> never. <laughs> the way that he just. Um, he, the, the way that he just showed up, like he would do things without even me be asking him. Like I totally forgot. I mean, I didn't forget about my kids and my husband, but I was really trying to be with my siblings and my nieces and nephews and trying to just be with, you know, be with them. And I would, I wouldn't tell my husband and kids all the time. And I didn't realize I wasn't telling them, but he covered me and that he would sit down and talk with the kids and just say, you know, your mom is, you know, she doesn't mean it. She's going through, you know, and he'll bring it to my attention gently. He would, he was gentle with it. Mm-hmm. Um, he would tell, you know, Tamika, you got to do, or, you know, and I'm just like, oh my goodness. And I was having a conversation a couple of weeks ago with uh, one of the sisters. And I was like, I don't even know. I don't even remember that. So I'm going to have to ask Paul. Cause I don't remember if I did, um, you know, really, Cause my husband, me, me and him have been married for over, over 20 years now. Wow. And so he's grieving too. I didn't even consider that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, well, how did, I, I'm going to have to ask him. I don't know what type of, uh, I, I don't know what I was doing back then. <laughs> and so um, just the support that he gave, I just wanted to shout him out because he, 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 he stepped up to the plate. He covered he covered, he yeah. covered me every which way and yeah. he, held, he held it down. And so you, I mean, you'll either sink or swim when you hit these life changing events. And he definitely did not sink. He's definitely swimming. So we got another 20 years in us probably. All right. Well, all right. We'll see tomorrow, but. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I just wanted to make mention. Oh, bye, Tania. That's good. <laughs> they, love, they love their dad. Shout yes, out to yes. I call him Apostle Paul. <laughs> Shout out to Apostle Paul. <laughs> and all he does for the Rhodes family. Yes. No, but that's real too. You know, you um relationships, you know, take a toll. Um mm-hmm on either side, you know, so. I was a mess too. I was a mess. Like I was rude. I was mean. Mm. And one of my, he told my sister on me the one day. Well, it wasn't just one day. It was a few days, a few different times. He told my sister on me, my sister called me Prissy. You can't say that. You can't, how are you going to do that? Like, are you really serious? (laughs) You can't. And I'm like, don't be calling my sister on me. <laughs> he knew where to find reinforcement. He stuck by me. He stuck by me when he could have been like, you know what? I, I'm not dealing with this. You know, he's he stuck by me. So I appreciate him for that. I love it. I love it. And it's, it's, I'm glad that you shared that because, you know, we don't praise marriages, you know, enough and good marriages at that, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's not, it's not sure. easy thing whatsoever. Sure. If you are still making it into say 20 plus years, you know, that's, that's an accomplishment today. <laughs> that, that is, that is definitely, definitely accomplishment. Um, and so to hear the, the support through it all, um, that, that, like I said, that's amazing. And to know that he was connected to your mom as deep as you were, like it was his mom, you know, mm-hmm. I think that even too shows um, 
you know, volumes to yeah. the relationship. Yeah. Um, he cried before I did, child. There was a shift right there. Like this was our last, you know, moments of life. And I mean, he just busted out. I'm like, hold on a second. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> just let me know how much he, he really loved my mom for having me to marry. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I love it. I love it. Um, All right. Well, we are coming into our close. This has been such an amazing tea time, you all. Listen, you need to tag a friend, share this, uh, definitely subscribe to the YouTube page. And you already know on tomorrow, you will be able to hear this on the podcast, child. So (laughs) go ahead and be sure that you share this information with someone that needs this encouraging tea. This has been so encouraging, even for myself. I haven't gone through a lot of grieving stuff, but it's still good to to just be reminded to hear um, from another person's point of view. Um, And so with that, I want to ask you um, this last question is what advice would you give to someone um, in their life shift, um, especially if they are going through the grieving process? Yeah, one thing that I would say is speak up. Um, speak up to your the people that you trust that are around you. Don't be afraid, even if you don't know the words, because there was some times where I didn't know what I was feeling. And I would say, I'm just not feeling it. Speak up and let them know, you know, those feelings that you have, because they they may be able to come in and, and swoop you up and do something to lift your spirits. And um, I'll also say um, a promise is still a promise. My friend preached that some time ago. A promise is still a promise. And when when God promises you a thing, just because life shifts happen, doesn't mean that the promise is not a promise anymore. There's still work to be done. All right. Whoever this child is that preached this word, we need to find her. <laughs> I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her. I guess I'm going to have to share that on Tea Time one of these days. You need to share it. You need to share it. You're going to have to find it. But no, that's good. That is so good. You know, um, you all, let's show some love, emoji love, hand claps, some words of encouragement to Miss Tamika Rhodes tonight for everything she poured out tonight. Like I said, this tea has been good to the last drop. Do you hear me? It has been amazing. So like I said, definitely share this um, and show your support. Follow her on social media. Um, Like I said, you can follow her here on uh, Facebook um, and then also on IG under her business name, um, which is the inner you studios. I got to write this time, child. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and if you are in the Minnesota St. Wait, let me get it right. The St. Paul area. Cause she don't like Minneapolis. Oh, no. <laughs> if you are in the St. Paul area, um, and, uh, locks done, um, definitely hit her up or natural, um, care. Hit her up um, and she will be glad to assist you with your hair care needs. All right. Once again, you all, um, I want to share with those who may have missed. We got a whole new look here on Tea Time. This is our new logo. So anything that you are looking for, for Tea Time with Liz, be sure to look out for this logo, Tea Time with Liz Clark. Um, This is also 
the new season that we are starting, every season will have 10 up to 10 episodes. And then we will take our quick break and we will still be back with some more tea. So definitely, definitely, definitely um, stay tuned to this season. It is going to be some great tea. I'm excited to have next um time here on Tea Time, which will be our third Monday at 7.30. My good friend, Miss Jamie Oates, who will be doing part two to Life Shifts. So definitely um, stay tuned for that. Updates and tea. Um, like I said, we are going to also be doing some weekly um everyday type of stuff, um, updates on Tea Time with Liz Page. So definitely be sure that you are subscribed or you are following us on IG or here on Facebook so that you can get all the tea updates as well. Like I said, the podcast is launching. It is already launched. So you can go back and get catch up on your tea if you have missed any episode here on Tea Time with Liz um, for season three. Um, these are the different platforms. Like I said, we have Anchor, we have Apple Podcasts, we have Google P Podcasts, and Amazon for you Android lovers out there. <laughs> Once again, um, that you can go ahead and subscribe to those and listen, share it with a friend, let them know, hey, guess what? They may not like to tune in live or they miss it live, they can listen to it while they're working. So definitely uh, share the love. I thank you all once again for the support, for um, just allowing me to, to continue to share as we have amazing guests like Miss Tamika um, to share their stories, to share their wisdom um, that we will go far here on Tea Time with Liz. So until next time, we will um, talk to you all later. May you all have a great evening. We'll talk to you. Bye.